You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 693, Legion of Superheroes, volume 4, number 56, Brainy Unleashed? Welcome to episode 293, or 693. See, I'm doing it again. <laughs> episode 693, I'm fairly certain, of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today, obviously, I am Murphy's Law Lad. Um, <laughs> literally everything that could go wrong uh, did go wrong as I was trying to get th- stuff set up. And then it was like, all right, all ready to roll. And all right, where did I put my... Where did I put my... Uh, uh, mouse. Oh, there it is. Okay, great. Oh, batteries would be nice. And, um, and yeah, so, uh, you know, and then it's like, okay, got to go out for batteries. And then something fell down in the garage. So I had to deal with that and uh, uh, just all of the things. So that's okay. Because here we are. <laughs> and it is episode 693, not 293, which was like May 12th of 2014. It's not that at all. Just so we know how you came up with that date so quickly. <laughs> it's like it was on the tip of my tongue. It, it almost is. Isn't it, it was. Yeah, it was a date back in history. Hey, speaking. Oh, no, wait. Save that for later. Uh, you're early. You're early. <laughs> save that for later. <laughs> how about you, sir? Oh, hi, everybody. I am Darren Noel. And tonight I am working my ass off, kid, because I plan on going on a vacation next week. Mm. And I, I'm not going to be around, but I've got a lot of. Uh, accounting type stuff for the for the office to get done so that i can have a stress-free vacation um so i am pummeling away at some excel spreadsheets and some numbers even while we're doing this podcast oh my god dedicated i am you'll be able to calculate all the things if there is any math we can give it to darren no no see this spreadsheet has nothing to do with legion so uh we'll still have to we're still there are spreadsheets by Michael spreadsheet. <laughs> there are so. spreadsheets that aren't about the Legion. Surprisingly, so Microsoft <laughs> made Excel with no consideration for comic book users' propensity to use it as a database. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> That's awesome and true. <laughs> yes. So you won't hear me next uh, next two weeks, actually. So love you guys. Oh man! But I'm going on vacation for two weeks. Woo! Yay! Vacation. Yep, it's time. I haven't had a real vacation like out of town in like since 2017, so it's time. Oh yeah, it definitely, definitely. I'm just gonna double mask and wear a hazmat suit, and it's gonna be fine. So there you go, <laughs> bathing sanitizer. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I'm gonna be a sheen of alcohol and aloe vera. That's what I'm Fantastic. I think that says it all right there. And that, that odor should be enough to attract everybody. I'm yes, sure. absolutely. Mm, Winning. Smells like he's <laughs> drunk already. And pre-lubed. Yay. Oh, my. <laughs> Over to you, Travis, on that one. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Travis Elsor. I'm not as interesting as that this week, lad. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, uh, to this weekend, I was Red Velvet, lad. Um mm. I, I don't know if I've ever revealed this. My favorite cake in all the world is red velvet cake. But I did not have red velvet cake this weekend. Instead, mm. 
I had a red velvet cupcake. I had red velvet ice cream and red velvet yogurt. And that's okay, about, the yogurt is throwing me. That's the red. It, that's the red velvet trifecta. It, it is. <laughs> and is I any of it shaped like an armadillo? I thought red velvet. Oh. Is, I thought red velvet is what forms on top of yogurt after it's gone bad. Ew, gross. Mm, no. Oh. <laughs> it, it is an actual flavor, though. I think it's a limited time thing they do around Christmas time, but I still found some. Nice. Ah, so it's only a little bit old, but saying yogurt's gone bad, it oh, it, it's, go bad a long it's, way. It is not expired. Trust me. I had a bad deal with expired yogurt one time Ooh. years ago, and I nope. watched expiration nope. dates. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I will tell you, expired yogurt will have a bad effect on your tummy. Uh, You think? (laughs) Yeah. Watch that stuff, people. Watch it. Hey, every month, (laughs) go through your fridge and throw crap out, people. I'm just telling you. (laughs) I do it every week. I'm on top of that. That's good, too, but, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, that was it for me this week, lad. On to you, Michael. Hi, everybody. Uh, Michael Grabois here. And this weekend, I was garbage picker, lad. Um, my neighbors a couple doors down from me moved out abruptly. Uh, they downsized from a four bedroom rent house to a two bedroom apartment and whatever they couldn't bring with them to fit in their apartment, they just left in the house. And, uh, apparently the landlord did not like that, uh, hired a cleaning crew to basically take everything that was left inside and dump it out on the front lawn. Hmm. Um, and uh, so there was a lawnmower that was uh, that I took to see what kind of condition it was in. Oh, they uh, had the lawnmower inside the house. This is some Texas stuff, kid. No, it was right in the garage. There lots of garage stuff too. <laughs> oh, okay. Out- outdoor stuff for the pool. Got to trim that shag every once in a while. Yep. You know? Um. So I, I used it to mow the lawn today, which is probably the first time since October. Um, and I don't think I'll be keeping it because the uh, uh, the engine vibrated so strongly that my hands hurt from it. Oh, my. Yeah. it's uh, So I'm, I'll put it back in the pile and stick with my own. Um, so they've got uh, this big giant pile has mattresses, furniture, um, pool stuff. Um, a barbecue smoker grill, igloo coolers, lots of boxes and bags. Mm-hmm. I live at the end of a cul-de-sac, uh, which means that you know nobody comes down our street. Uh, if it was on a more of a major street, then it would have already um, people would have already picked through it. So what we are uh, proposing, my neighbors and I, is. Um, like if nobody comes to pick it up this week, like for goodwill or something, uh, we are thinking about um, sorting it and what is good and what is uh, trash, and then putting a sign out saying no, uh, no reasonable offer refused, mm-hmm. and then taking the money and using it for our Fourth of July uh, cul-de-sac party. Oh, cool. So that is the excitement from this part of the uh, uh, of the country. Uh, how are you doing, Jim? Uh, not so great. 
Not so great. Uh, so this week I'm Jim Purcell, and this week I must now be I I had something before, but now I must be. Uh, NFL overtime rules suck a lot, lad. Oh. <laughs> you wonder why. Oh. So yeah. so imagine you have a sport that goes into extra time because you know ties suck. Uh, only in this sport, instead of having an entire an entire quarter or half or inning, uh, whoever gets the ball first wins uh, because it's sudden death and you have two quarterbacks and one might never get to touch the ball. It is by far the dumbest rule the NFL has, and it there is I have no understanding of why it continues to be a thing because it always this always happens. The only thing that makes sense is that because TV uh, networks have so much control, they do not want overtime because they don't want shows to be preempted. It's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> I I think I think when it's when it goes into overtime like that, rock paper scissors. Just yes, yeah, I mean it's the same result. It may as you may as well. <laughs> I should just flip the coin and just walk off the field. And then they're gonna have like a one guy on the team that is like a specialist in uh, rock paper scissors. <laughs> All right, it's, we're bringing out the rock paper scissors guy. <laughs> there, there is nothing worse than your team losing in overtime. Yeah, oh, no, exactly. Uh, never get, never getting to touch the ball. And and it was a heck of a game. It really was. It was. It yeah. was crazy good. Yeah. It was probably the probably the best of all these playoff games, honestly. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But now I can stop watching football. <laughs> now now the season's over. <laughs> That's it. That's it for me. <laughs> all right. Then. I didn't understand any of that, but it's okay. It's a sports ball thing, Darren. Yeah, yeah I know. It's the pain of, of, of decades coming back. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was thinking of you as they uh, as they tied it up and that, and then it's, it was just like, all right, I gotta go. <laughs> I said to Jan, message me when when we've got an outcome, and then of course I was looking for everything. So, um, all right, but hey, do we have any Legion news? We have a few newsy things. Newsy. Uh, are they are they reviving the show for Broadway? <laughs> uh, different kind of newsy. Aww. Um, so apparently the internet broke slightly uh, last week when Peacemaker episode four came out. Oh yeah, it did. Uh, there is. Yeah, a- I'd like to say. Um... If if a reference to Legion is made in a Peacemaker episode, it'd be nice if someone would give us more than three hours after it's released before it's posted everywhere on the internet. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. But still, I'd, I'd love it, to be surprised by a joke rather than see it all day long on social media before mm-hmm. I can watch it that night. Yeah. At the internet. That is annoying. Uh, so their, uh, Peacemaker is having a conversation with his, uh, with his, uh, uh handler, team, team leader. Uh, also, uh, Michael, are you about to spoil it word for word? <laughs> do you want, not want me to? I mean, the episode's only been out for four days. Maybe not all the listeners have got to watch it yet. I don't know. It'll be you. Uh, well, does anybody else not want me to... Review the I conversation. You, 
you could say there's a Legion reference in, in episode four of Peacemaker. There's a Legion episode or a Legion reference. <laughs> a Legionnaire is name checked um, and uh, the internet broke in half uh, because people are like, how did you remember to come up with this character who is so bizarre and nobody's ever heard of him before? And he is uh, James Gunn, the, the writer, creator of the show, is pleased because this means this character is now canon uh, in the DC Extended Universe, joining Dollman and Batmite. So here, here's the, the thing. It, it, I don't know how spoilery this will be. I'm not going to go into like details of like who. I, I, I kind of get this weird impression that these name drops are lies uh, from... I don't want to get into the plot stuff. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> we talk about it in the future. Say that this person should not be um, trusted as a uh, reliable first-hand reliable narrator. Let's yeah, say. Right. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, episode four. I think it. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's about the seven-minute-ish mark. But you'll know it when you. Uh, uh, you'll know it when you see it and, or when you hear it. And, um, uh, Wendy's, the restaurant is involved. Well, there you now go. I want a frosty. Yum. Mm -hmm. frosty. Uh, let's see. So speaking of, uh, comic books, um, DC solicitations came out. And Justice League versus Legion number three was not on the list coming out. So uh, oh, I, I think know. it's been I think it's been canceled. Stop it. Well, you know, with the, the Justice League <laughs> being killed off doesn't mean that all the Justice League books are gonna be killed uh, off too. Probably, yeah. When does that issue come out? Uh, March. They just uh. had issue. They just had issue one in January. So. Sorry, no, sorry. I meant uh, uh, Justice League 75. Oh, sometime before then. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I, is, I don't know. It, I have no idea the, where we're at with... Uh, with I the... think it was just solicited, so whatever those... Yeah, so, for. I mean, it's possible that maybe it will play a more direct role in, like, as an interlude or something. Maybe it, maybe, maybe it will have ramifications. I doubt it. But it's a yeah, this is a mini series. This will uh, yeah. This will we're just having a skip month. Exactly. It'll it'll run its course and um and 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 won't but be maybe the Legion kills the Justice League. Oh, maybe. Ooh. maybe. Well, or, there is a there is a versus. So you know maybe they do. Maybe it's the Legion that uh, that kills them. Mortal Kombat, baby. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> uh, let's see. The third bit of news is that if you are listening to this on Monday morning, the day it comes out, uh, you have the opportunity to be in a chat. I don't know if it's video or text um, on the DC Universe Infinite platform. Uh, it says Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes live Q&A with Brian Bendis and Scott Godlewski, Monday, January 24th at 2 p.m. Pacific, 
5 p.m. Eastern. And if you go to uh, dcuniverseinfinite.com, you can find the link. Cool. There you go. And so we will uh, probably have to wait until somebody watches that and writes up an article about what happened. Probably. Yeah, that's pretty much how all DC Infinite uh, content goes for me, so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, any other news? Uh, no more news for me. All right. Sweet. So, how did our poll uh, from last week go? Well, so last week we took a look at the uh, Legion class of 1960, uh, and alphabetically, that was Chameleon Boy, Colossal Boy, Invisible Kid, and Supergirl. Uh, let's see. Invisible Kid uh, came in fourth with 11 votes. Colossal Boy and Supergirl tied with 14 each. And Chameleon Boy was the runaway winner with 22 vol uh, volts. 22 oh, votes. <laughs> All right. Hey, so that's that you know what you did just then. You tied Prody more to lightning lad than you have ever done before <laughs> and uh and so um yeah one of my one of my favorite comments on that was uh was derek pointing out that the the the, the only way that colossal boy makes a real impact is in a legion cruiser um <laughs> oh womp womp <laughs> Uh, I quite enjoyed that. Anyway, so uh, so Chameleon Boy. Uh, yep, Chameleon Boy is the winner. We have a really big class of uh, 1961. Uh, we have Legionnaires, Bouncing Boy, Brainiac 5, Monel, Phantom Girl, Shrinking Violet, Star Boy, Sun Boy, and Triplicate Girl. Uh, we have guest stars, Comet the Super Horse, and Dev M. <laughs> And villains, Cosmic King, Lightning Lord, and Saturn Queen. So that's 13 candidates for the class of 1961. And so that will be uh, uh, posted on the page. And because it only shows four until you hit the little button that says show them all, yep. make sure you hit the button to show all of them and not just the first couple. All right. Well, there we go. Class of 61, everyone. It sounds like a good list. And uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how much Comet beats everyone by. <laughs> I think it's going to be Dev M, but ah, <laughs> uh, yes, good old David Emery. Oh uh, right. yeah, he only destroyed the moon, y'all. Exactly. It depends which one, right? Well, um, well you know, <laughs> the post-crisis one or post-Morjuverse one. Yes, yes. Um, From the same hoodie where Proto is Garth. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, well, then, I guess that takes us uh, to uh, our issue, which is... Issue 56. Issue 56 of Volume 4. Brainy Unleashed. Ah. yeah yeah it's uh 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, you should keep your pants on as you age. So, you know, there's well, that. Th- there is that, yes. And, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> get a belt, dude. Get a belt. <laughs> get a belt, yes. All right. Uh, who's taking us through this one? I need to be able to zoom in. <laughs> crickets. It's not going to be me. I'll tell you that right now. All right, then. I guess I will. Yay! Uh, I will take this one. All right, so we start off with a um, cover by uh, Stuart Eminen and Ron Boyd, and I'm going to presume Tom McCraw on colors. Correct, and Todd Klein on the lettering. Oh, well, there you go. Yay, Todd Klein! Huzzah! And, um, and so we've got our, uh, our little uh, crew of, um, of running Legionnaires, and, uh, you know, <laughs> ironic that there's a bunch of Legionnaires that are on the run and Phantom Girl isn't one of them, but, you know. Um, <laughs> don't make me come up there friends I'll do it when it thaws I'll see you in June I was just going to say <laughs> it'll take you a while <laughs> oh man um, alright so um, let's get into it uh, we start off and uh, let's see, th- this will be uh, a little uh, game of can Paul remember their names um, and, uh, <laughs> or, you know, their new, their new names. So we have, um, uh, we, we've got, uh, what we've got Ayla and, um, and wildfire in the sewers um, shooting at, at Bronx. And, um, and uh, so they've got them on the run. But as uh, as wildfire, sorry, NRG says uh, says to pulse, um, um, they ain't going easy. And uh, so we get, uh, come on, let's fade out of here. And um, and pulse gets hit. And hold back, furball can handle. Furball can handle these jerks. And uh, we get a waboom close enough. Drink. Um, furball, ha. Ooh, I'm shaking. One shot of my plasma gun will clean up any furballs. The next access tube will put us in the... The hell was that? Oh, man, something's back there. Two mistakes. You hurt Paul's growl, and I really hate being called furball. And that's Timberwolf um, uh, coming out there and uh, and getting all growly and scratchy. So we go back to Talus. And uh, beta team, update status of your search mission. Warning, you have entered a UP restricted zone. And uh, we we hear them reporting back. Uh, not much to report, Captain Devron. I'll uh, transmit what we have so far, sir. Roger, beta team. See, no residual energy patterns here. The science team is still inspecting the time beacon, sir. It's apparently functional. Has to be Ron Vidar's uh, handwork based on uh, these designs are based on his published work, but this is beyond anything I've studied. Weber's world gave us carte blanche on this. How do we proceed? This would be an excellent location to rebuild the Time Institute. Besides the beacon, uh, besides the beacon, this sector is isolated from any planetary interference. But where is Ron Vidar? Is he with the Rogue Legion members? And um, they find. It seems I found something. What's this? It was found in the lab, sir. There's a new slow a new a new Slowian, uh seal on the uh, canister. 
but the Polaric key is missing. We, we can't open it, sir. Well, where's that new kid, Mr. Connor? I'm told he can open anything. Yes, uh, excuse me, sir. I cracked it. It took me two days, but I finally beat this computer's access codes. <laughs> by the way, you'll, uh, you were called it Ron Vidar ran off in a time bubble back in issue 53. So, uh, yes. uh, three issues ago. So it's not totally Giffen and the beer bombs letting plots dangle for multiple issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so also, before you go on, yeah, I could not find a record of anybody with a legal connection named Connor. Um, and I Googled and couldn't find anything on a new Sloyan seal. There was literally one site in all of Google that had this word and it's Legion fanfic that spins out of this scene. Wow. That's uh, going, that's going deep. Um, all right. Officer Connor reporting, sir. Hold it a sec, Connor. Attony, transmit copies of those files to Central Command, ASAP. Yes, sir. Connor, see if your Daxamite and Brawlian abilities can open this. I'll try, sir. And um, and uh, he opens it and says, here you go, Lieutenant. Somebody already loosened it. What the hell? What would the Legion want with someone's remains? Yeah, there's like dust and body bits in there. Um uh, we ran a trace on the canister's serial number, Captain. It's the property of a Moloch handscum. Thank you, Lieutenant. I'll have the proper authorities contact him. Report back when you're finished searching the lab. Zeta team, report your status, please. Officer Diaz reporting, sir. We're searching Britta and Ann's uh, quarters now. It could take days to go through all this stuff. What a mess. Uh, Roger Diaz, I'll check back later. Diaz, watch out that stack. It's... Whoa, help! And yes, all kinds of stuff gets gets dropped on them. So this is probably the uh, the canister that Spider Girl stole that's been oh, hanging out. Yes, yeah, it's the one that Joe loosened, right? Oh, see, I took the uh, someone probably loosened it as a as a joke, you know, just no, like it's the... actually the truth of it. I think. <laughs> so this was. Uh... This is probably, uh, and I, I'm guessing, I, I haven't read ahead, uh, that this is EarthGov Artifact J-1-WRTZ that Hanscom had Susapaka steal uh, in March of 95, which was six months ago, uh, as we read in the SP report back in issue 27. Okay. But it is a I have to wait for another day. All right. Well, there we have it. Um <clears throat> And, uh, okay, so Brainy's, you know, ticky-tacking on his little uh, um, uh, shoulder computer. And um, there, this adjustment should control and focus the energy flow. Hmm, this new force field is a little stronger than I originally planned. And you see stuff being sort of, just sort of bouncing away from it. So so is that the emerald eye and a white headband there on that panel? <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I, I don't... Yeah, I'm trying. I think like it's it. a. I think it's a sensor on the on the on the wall, but but now I'm not sure. Um, it's kind of random. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and um, we get what the hey, Brainy. Uh, we uh, from Loomis. He's Brainy. Skog off. I'm patching up this wing. Go play somewhere else. Perhaps if I adjust. Five. Can you read me? Go ahead, virus. 
I found the inform I found the information we're looking for. It's the stuff we weren't expecting that's going to be a problem. I'm transmitting the files. Have the others reported in yet? We'll need the whole team together now. No word so far, he says. Um, something is interfering with the comm signals. Damn, I don't need this now. Are you getting these files? Yes, I see why you're concerned. Do an energy trace to find the team's location. We need them back to... And then we get Mr. Trombi. You have an incoming call on a secured line. He says it's an emergency, sir. Huh? Oh, was that? Uh, sir? And this it turns out this is the place that uh, the Vi is, uh, is, is currently searching. And uh, great. Great, she says. Just got to get out of sight. And he's, yeah, yeah, hold on. Son, what do you want? I was in the middle of an important meeting. We're getting thumped, boss. The other gangs are working together and hitting us all at once. We need help. And, and Vi's thinking, wonderful. Better go micro and find Misa fast. And so she does, apparently. And, um... Okay, Jewel, I'm back. Get us out of here. But this is so much fun, says Misa. And she says, now... Um, gotta go. Bye. And uh, and she fades out and leaving uh, this guy saying, "Hey, where'd she go?" <laughs> Which way did she go? Exactly. Where did she go? Elsewhere on Rimbor, uh, we get them still with blast the Bronx. Holy Nas, defense post, everyone, it's a raid. And uh, this is as um, um, she's it. It's the cops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As uh, Laurel bounces in. Um, and her new name is Lying Buttress. Tiger Rose. Uh, Tiger Rose. <laughs> Tiger I like Rose. mine better. I same. <laughs> and uh, and um, and there's Polestar. <laughs> um, and uh, um, what's, uh, what's Wave? Wave. Yeah, Wave right. is Spider Girl. Yep. Wave. Um. <laughs> no luck, Polestar. Something's jamming our communicators. And uh, Polestar says, I guess we'll just have to do this ourselves. Urn, they got me. Grife. Um, excuse me, one side, coming through. And um, um, yeah, there's a lot of that. And main target in sight now, Polestar. And um, and then uh, uh, Wave is saying, watch who you're shooting at, jerk. And we see these uh, little alien guys um, that, you know, are reminiscent of the claw. The claw. <laughs> Stop. Wait here. Um, and um, well, decide who will stay and who will go. <laughs> and Laurel says, give it up, guys. I'm coming through. Protect the boss. Don't let her get by. Oh, see, we got a bunch of out. Yeah, see, a bunch of ultra Dillingers. See, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Grafe, I'm set on Max. Nothing stops her. See, um, and she says, "Don't say I didn't warn you." And she makes with the with the the uh, whatever we're calling. I guess it would be flash vision now, um, and um, and super breath. And oh wait, I mean sorry, um, I mean val valor breath, and <laughs> get a peppermint, people. Um, we dare not call it super anything. Um, and uh, she cracks open the the wall, the uh, the steel wall, and uh, and well, here we are. Okay, boss man, time to come on out. Now we strike, wiped them all out, fire, and um. 
and I guess that is uh, get the uh, get Legion guys too. Then we take the Bronx loot for ourselves. Um, and Wave gets hit in this, and um, and one of the guys is uh, they're, they're saying, oh, and Lo Polestar says backstabbing little runts. You're supposed to work with us during the ga the gang truce. You scum are all the same. Can't see beyond an easy credit to save your lousy lives. He's crazy. I gotta get out of here. And where do you <laughs> think you're going? No, no. What's the What's the matter? I haven't done anything yet. Now this will give you something to fret about. And um, and you know, little magnet power wood, and he flies into the wall. And uh, and then um, uh, Laurel comes flying out. Okay, gang, I got the Bronx leader. Let's get. Oh my God, Polestar, stop it! You'll kill him. Eh, you know. He did grow the goatee. He so, did. Uh, oh yes, he's evil. Evil Rock. All right, back on Winneth. Um, we have uh, Garth and Mech uh, looking down on on the on the uh, look, looking out over the uh, I don't know over the farm or whatever <laughs> the farmstead. Something, something like that. Um, damn it, Garth! The SPs held up a uh, held up another cargo freighter. They want to make sure we weren't smuggling anyone off the planet. If they keep delaying our shipments, our customers will go elsewhere. It's ridiculous. They watch our every move. I can't stand much more of this. Calm down, Mech. I'll see if I can do something. Boy, Prody, he's uh, he's chill. Um, so he makes a call, and uh, Ambassador K uh, says, uh, I'm sorry your situation is so difficult, Mr. Rands. I'll see what I can do for you. Thank you, uh, Ambassador K. And um, and then we get some people walking in on them. Uh, it's M Ambassador, former Ambassador Ralnick, um, saying, sorry to disturb you. We're going to have some unexpected company. I'll need everyone's co uh, cooperation to make this visit go smoothly. Mr. Relnick, what can we do for you? We'll do whatever's necessary, Mr. Chairman. And uh, uh, the we get to Ultra Headquarters on Rimbor. Um, and uh, we have one guy saying, You crazy dragon, we can't take on the whole government. We don't need to take on everyone, just those helping the Bronx. Once we get the Bronx leader in here, we'll convince him, we'll convince him to tell mm. us who these people are. This plan don't work, Dragon. You'll wish my men had finished you off when we first caught you. Why do I want a black exploitation soundtrack to this issue? <laughs> Tell me why. All right. Um, and so we got the one guy tending to uh, um, Pulse's wound. Ow, that burns. If you hold still, young lady, it won't. And uh, Laurel comes in um, and says, we're back, Dragon, and we brought you a little pre uh, present, too. And he says, great. Any problems? Just don't ask me to go through it again. Hey, what happened? Rock went berserk. He almost <laughs> killed everyone when the razors turned on us. I wasn't sure he would stop. And um, Polestar takes uh, Wave in and says, come on, Wave, let's have the doc check you out. And uh, Joe says, he seems fine now. She says, still, we better keep an eye on him till B5 checks him out. That's it, dragon, says Wildfire. We played this your way long enough. What's the story, pal? I had to get off Rimbor and look for Tinya, but the gang wars wiped out my finances. No creds, no transport. 
Then I stumbled into this gang war. I had to help. This is my home. I needed your help, but considering the way I left, I didn't think that you'd go along. I had to trick you into a situation where you had no choice but to help. And once this problem is over, then I can get on with my search. Speaking of problems, what's the deal, Razor? Your men ignored the truce. I don't know what you're talking about, Dragon. Don't give me that. What you talking about, Dragon? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't you give me that. And then, boom, take a drink. Thank Um, you. Friends of yours, Razor. And and we have uh, Jewel, Virus, um, whatever the hell uh, Celeste is now. Glow. Neon. Glow. Neon. Neon. Okay. Glow. She was a beautiful lady of wrestling. Gorgeous (laughs) wrestling. And uh, Brainy says, Espionage squad, move out. Um, Jewel, hit him with a holding spell. Virus, wait, they're on our side, says Laurel. Huh? What's going on? How'd you find us? How'd you find us, Five? This seems odd. Um... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Every time you say five, I think Johnny five, and I go to short circuit in my head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I tracked your unique energy pattern, NRG. Um, (laughs) I I just feel dirty saying it. Um, (laughs) Why didn't anyone report in, asks Virus, who, you know, seems to be wearing uh, FaZe's L-E-G-I-O-N outfit. we were kind of busy helping out Dragon. Who? Uh, hi, Vi. Uh, here, Volton, take care of that of, of this little backstabber. It's my fault, Vi. I coerced the team into stopping the uh, gang wars, and when the government's involvement is exposed, we'll... Joe, you idiot. If you wanted their help, all you had to do was ask. After my abrupt departure, I didn't think... Well, we've already uncovered the government connection, if you're interested. You bet. Let's see. And uh, this guy says, ah, crud, you tagged the boss. Uh, Trombi's the one who's financing the Bronx. But that's not all. He's also working with the Coons. The Coons? No way the boss wouldn't deal with that scum. And uh, Vice says, why not? He's dealt with uh, with you. Oh, snap. Uh, Trombi's playing everyone on Rimbor for fools, but we can stop them later. And we see Trombi saying, damnation, where in uh, Terog's hell are they? Is there a problem, Mr. Chairman? Uh, Zahn hasn't re- reported back since his men were attacked. It seems your brogs have been overwhelmed. Should I send in my reinforcements? Hmm. And we see a little robot appear behind him. Um, uh, sir, there's someone demanding to see you. Uh, he says he works for you. Send him in, Pierce. Maybe I won't need your help after all, Kaka Kick. Um... Boss, they're wiping us out. You gotta help us. You fool, get out if any SPs see you. I'm ruined. You mean you're not happy here to see me? Okay, virus, hit it. What? Who are you? You can't do this. Stop. And give it up, Trombi. The game's over. And um, and uh, and Dragon takes off his uh, helmet and says, The rest of Rimbor is going to be interested to know you sold out to the Coons. And he says, not if my officers silence you first. And uh, and Vice says, damn, I've got the uh, security uh, fields down. But his call got through. Right, Five, you're getting company. They're already here, Dragon. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, and we uh, move out troops. Security's offline. It's up to us. This gathering is illegal. Disperse or be prosecuted. Run for it. They're taking over the plaza. The situation is under control, em Emerald Dragon. Okay, five. And then we, uh, damn it, Boone, where's my aerial support? On its way, sir. It's going to turn out that it's like, you know, being driven by, uh, by, uh, a Colossal Boy, so it'll crash. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, can you handle the, uh, the SP forces at the back entrance, Skull? No problem, Greeny. And, uh, and then, uh, um, Paul zaps a couple of them. With a k -k crackle, and um, take out the gangs. Repeat, take out the gangs. Shoom, shoom. Uh, aye, head for cover. Shoom. The air to, <laughs> the air to ground. That's attacks. like the comic book version of the uh, the infamous scream and everything. Uh, the Wilhelm scream, exactly. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right. Um, the air to ground attacks are coming in here. Uh, uh, coming in hard, ladies. We're on it, and off go uh, Neon and um, Flying Buttress. Um, Thank you. Tiger Rose? <laughs> yes. Tiger Rose sounds like a stripper <laughs> name. That's a stripper well, name. That's... Tiger Rose and Polestar coming at you live. <laughs> Please, welcome to the stage. Um, <laughs> Rose. Um, and, uh, and then Polestar says, feels good to let loose. <laughs> Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, and uh, and NRG comes in and says, looking like your old self, Cosmic Bud. <sighs> um, but but that's okay, because he hits the tank with a bathoom. Take a drink. All right. Um, and uh, he says, no, I'm better. Oh, hello. Yeah. Uh, come on, get up, uh, says uh, uh, Jewel. And can't leave me. And um, and someone uh, points a, a, a blaster at her, and uh, um, Timberwolf sees it and says, "Oh crap, Jules, behind you!" And um, and he manages to dive dive in, and he's gotcha, kit, arg, furball. So mean. Um, <laughs> keep using that name on him. Um. Uh, shoot at us from behind, will you? This will give you something to chew over. A guggle glorp, and um, and she covers them in caramel nougat. I don't know. Um, Ew. And uh, you okay, Fuzzy? Yeah, I think so. What'd you do to those SPs? Oh, let's just say I stuck it to them. Oh. Oof. We get a bunch of shoom, shoom, bram, bram. Uh, Neon says, this is crazy. We're supposed to be hiding from the authorities, not fighting them. And uh, Tiger Rose says, craziness is part of the job with this team, Neon. And, what? and uh, then we go back to Trombi and Joe. And Joe says, why, Trombi? Why'd you sell out to the Coons? You don't understand. I... He's patted his pockets, just like all politicians. Rimbors belong to Kundia for some time now. And your little rebellion will not be tolerated. Kill them, Construct. And uh, this big sort of hulking beast uh, next to him, uh, you know, kind of grabs onto him. And he's like, with pleasure. And he goes, ah, oh, come on, not you, Irk, again. I thought Kono and I finished you off before. Ah, uh, yes, in issue two. This was one of the guys that came after him. 
sort of uh, uh, what was the, it? The playback, Al Alphonse and Gaston. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The the helpful gophers from yeah, Warner Brothers. Exactly. <laughs> oh, please let me get that door for you. Indubitably. Well, um, as soon as I extinguish my head. <laughs> All right. So, uh, ah, you have mistaken me from for one of my unfortunate predecessors. Well, a full dose of flash vision should take you out as well. I'm afraid that will no longer suffice. I'm an improved model. Ooh. Oh. Um, Get you. And bram. Uh, and uh, out the do out the wall they go. And, uh, oh, grief. Your, de your demise is inevitable. And Vi's like, dragon, says. And Trombi says, you should be more concerned with your own fate, female. And your interference is, and he goes to shoot her, but she's, of course, disappeared. Um, over? What, what? Where is she? And the other guy says, it's some kind of trick. And then, of course, she grows back to full size. And, yep, the oldest trick in my book. And uh, takes him out. And then she, um, you know, grabs hold of Trombi and says, two choices, Trombi. Give up with or without your teeth. It doesn't matter to me. Gulp. I, I. And uh, then we, um, we're down on the ground. Any word yet? Our reserves are running out of steam. Patience, Kelvin. Virus should be calling in any... We're all set up here, Five, she says. And um, and NRG flies in. Hey, Dragon, you need a hand? And something, you know, comes thumping down. Thoom! Yes. Close enough. And then we see... Um, um, we see a uh, dragon there. I guess that was him landing. This seems kind of out of order to me, but I don't know. Um, and he says, nah, I got it covered. Padow. Now I know who was behind the attack on me and Kono. Well, it ends here. And so this is the, the attack he's referring to is back from uh, issue two. two. Yeah. And, <laughs> Holy and, crap. And I'll remind you that last time we or when we covered issue 55 um i had it pegged as the kuns were uh were behind it here on rimbor in issue i thought i thought it was earth mean, right? doing this though because earth was running the silver rail no that it was um that it was the kuns here on rimbor uh, uh, working with trombi because of something one of them said last issue about well, we tried to get rid of Joe and Kono last time, and mm -hmm. it didn't work. So, ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Right. So I looked back in issue two, and it was the Kuns then. All right. Um, hey, isn't that Joe? Nah, it is. Ultra boy. Ultra. Hey, you stop. Hey, NRG. I'm in a hot spot. If he's here, then the Legion's got to be too. I'm way ahead of you, Dragon. And uh, and the the uh, um, the guys. Says, your attempts to stop me are futile. Well, we're just going to have to crank it up, Robbie. And he goes, thum vraum. And, um, and that seems to do the job. Um, and then we see an image being, uh, being projected. Uh, look, hey, what's uh, Chairman Trombi <laughs> doing with a kund? Um, these, uh, who's this? Um, oh, okay, this is Calvin. All right. Uh, these hollows are being transmitted all over the city? Yes, says, uh, says Five. Virus and I are using files from Trombi's office. 
I'm sure we can make it work. Shh, listen. Uh, the Kund Empire is grateful, Chairman. Holy nass, the Kunds are here on Rimbor? The Kunds and the Legion? What are we going to do? They're going to take over the planet. Somebody's got to stop them. Um, Kelvin, the business is yours now. Uh, sorry to leave you in the lurch, but we got to book out of here, says uh, says Joe. And he says, who, me? And then we get an SP up there. Hold it. You're all under arrest. And uh, um, Laurel uh, picks up Brainy, and up, they, up flying they go. And she says, let's go. Loomis is waiting with the ship. Oh, he got it fixed while all these shenanigans were going on. That's Ex good. Exactly, exactly. So off they go. Uh, blast it, the Legion. We had them. Oh, it's just like the Hulk, where they would just get there. And they would just <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, blast it, the Legion. We had them. Contact HQ. Maybe they can stop them before they warp out of here. Whoosh. Right. Um. Yeah, sure they can. Yeah, where to, Vi? The Darzel system and fast. We're there, no sweat. Can you teach me to pilot the ship, Loomis? Says Jewel. I might, I might. And as for you, bullheaded jerk, you risked the whole team with that stunt, Joe. What were you thinking? I know, Joe. As soon as we clear, uh, uh, and uh, oh wait, and he says, uh, "I'm sorry, Vi. I'm just so confused about Tinya. I didn't know what else to do." I know, Joe. As soon as we clear up this Kund mess, we'll all help you search for her. Thanks, Vi. And as then, it should be. There you go. And um, it's like she just ran away from him or something. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, what? How much are the flights? How much are the flights? <laughs> um, By the way, yeah, uh, when... Tinya said, let's go to the Darzel system. Uh, Darzel is the planet that Vorm claimed to be from when he joined the Legion under false pretenses as Dynamo Boy ah. back in 3.30. Nice. Um, and that was Vi that said it, but I know she's dressed just like Tinya in L-E-G-I-O-N, so Stop it. I yeah. get the confusion. Um, That's what I meant. Yeah. He's so like, mean, so very mean. But it's true. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Brainy comes in and says, Virus, can we talk? And she says, what is it, Five? And he says, I just examined Ayla. There's something you should know. Uh -oh. um, but we'll have to wait till next issue. Ah, uh, yes. And meanwhile, we uh, head back to, um, to Naltor, to the office of the High Seer. Oh, this is going to come true because these dreams always do come true, right? Uh, Tunar takes the championship. Brand in Industries stock rises 13%. And um, you getting all this, Terry? As always, Tab. New Earth seeks new... No, no, not him. It's impossible. And she wakes up. Hey, no, no, not you. Exactly. Hey, no tricks, lady, says the science police officer. And uh, Nuro, what's wrong? He's He's... Oh, and she passes out again. And no. uh, and there, madame. And uh, did she find the Legion? I don't know. She's passed out. <clears throat> and it is, uh, this is uh, brought to you by uh, the letter J. And, um, <laughs> and the number 56. Exactly. Um, no, it is a McCraw, Eminem, and Boyd production. Uh, Tom McCraw, Words and Colors. 
<laughs> excuse me, Stuart Eminen and Ron Boyd, Art, Bob Pinaha, Letters, Mike McAvaney, uh, Assists, and Casey Carlson, Editor. And um, there we have it. So that is issue 56 in a nutshell. And that well, is excellent. Last page. Yeah, so there we go. I, I still, I just, the, the new names, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's it was a bizarre idea to rename the characters a year before they shut down the book. <laughs> yeah, that did not help things at all. And and I, that's a that's you know that's a, a great question is, you know, at this stage, like, did McCraw and Eminem know that that's where they were headed? I I have to say yes because they turned Rock into Polestar. Yeah, but I. But, uh, so I'm going to say no, they didn't, because they took over from the beer bombs with issue 51 yeah. or with issue 50. Um, and I think what they wanted to do, and it's just my my guess, is they wanted to put everybody back in costumes and code names because that's what people looked for in that's a what people said they wanted Legion yeah. superhero yeah. book. Mm-hmm. And then probably not too long afterwards um, was when they um, uh, they said, you know, OK, th- this is this is not working. So let's just. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, that story, it changes. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's. uh You'll you you know you get for a while where uh, where someone like uh, Mark Wade is saying, uh, "Hey, I told him the only way you're going to be able to do this is to reboot it," and then later he he's kind of like, "Yeah," and then they forced us into a reboot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> As you were. Um, yep. Exactly. <laughs> so there we go. But you know what? Hey, if I get to look at uh, some uh, some cool. Uh, uh, imminent and, and Boyd art. Uh, I'm a happy camper. Yep. Um, because it's it's all it's all beautiful. Yeah, the art's fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So um, so there we go. That is the uh, that is the scoop. I'm going to uh, hop into the mailbag for just a second. Um. All right. Omega2550 commented on uh, last episode uh, saying that he would personally pick his artists. And, you know, I I know that this one is is kind of off the table, but he, of course, uh, picked uh, um, George uh, George Perez and Arthur Adams and Jeffrey Knott. Could that uh, I'm not familiar with Jeffrey Knott. How do you spell that last name? N O T. And I'm not sure if that's a typo or, um, or just not Jeffrey. Like, or is it Jeff Moy? I don't know. And and it just because uh, you know those are adjacent keys. And uh, uh, I, I would say Moy, yes, because the M is one key to the right. Of yeah, the that's what I figure. So y, it, might, it might just be a typo. To the right of T. And so Omega twenty five fifty. Let us know um, just if we guessed correctly. Um, and uh, he picked uh, as as writers, uh, Paul Levitz, Mark Wade, and those are my picks. There might be a few more writers. Um, excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that with us because it's always nice to uh, 
to hear uh, to hear some other thoughts on some of the things that we've uh, that we've been looking into. Um, and this one, um, Legion of Five Hundred Worlds Dream Team. This comes to us <laughs> uh, courtesy of the. Uh, hey, it could be um, of uh, of uh, Al Sedano from the Resurrections podcast. Um, and uh, and and he says, "Evening, Legionnaires." Uh, so if I were to pick the creative team for a new Legion of however many worlds, uh, mini for artists, my top choices are Alan Davis, Phil Jimenez, or Nicola Scott. Ooh, I didn't think of her, but that's a good one because she's uh, she's good at drawing lots and lots of characters in a book. I would I would have expected uh, him to say uh, Jim Starlin. Well, fair enough, fair enough. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. It's disappointing that he didn't. Al, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for writers, he would go with Mark Wade, um, uh, Gail Simone, or Mark Wade and Gail Simone. Ooh, that that's that's very. Can you imagine uh, the two of them writing, and it's Alan Davis. I, I would love that because if there's one thing Gail Simone does better than anybody lately, yeah, it's making great villains. To- totally, totally, and that'd be a and nice thing, right? And the least good withstand an, an an injection of new villains. I think yes, other than uh, rather than uh, oh, who's under the time trapper's hood this time? Exactly. <laughs> it's coming soon, kids. It's coming soon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Crisis on Infinite Trappers. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, that's what's happening next. Um, <laughs> trappers of four times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So as for Justice League versus Legion number one, I thought it wasn't bad. I felt like the second, if I felt like the second half of Bendis's run on Legion was stronger than the first, and this feels more like that half. I'm hoping that the trend continues through the series. I'm just hoping that where, wherever the teams were sent at the end of this issue. They are separated a bit so we can get some characterization from some of the more neglected members of the team, which is most of them. Totally agree. Mm. Um, cool. And speaking of that, on the last page before everyone but Gold Lantern vanishes, who is Ultra Boy talking to in the first panel? Hmm. All right, so I'm going to live on the air, grab out the issue and take a, take a look-see. And um, and so this is the page right before everyone but Gold Lantern vanishes. And... Oh, shrink- sorry, he's talking to Shrinking Violet. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, now I understand. That was the yes, that's right, that's right. Okay, so that it's it's Shrinking Violet, and uh, and so uh, there we go. See, we're answering your questions right here. Live on the air. <laughs> All right. Um, and that's from Al Sedano, host of Resurrections and uh, a, a Masked Raider and Lobo podcast. Is that right? Mm, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, but folks, for those interested in checking out Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos uh, podcast, you should check it out. So there we go. See, Al, I turned it into a plug for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there we go. So with uh, feedback in the rearview mirror, um, what? Want to do some trivia first? Yeah, let's hit up hit up a little bit of trivia. All right, I have got ten questions. We're not going to do all ten questions, 
but uh, we'll go around and everybody pick a number and I will read uh, that question. 12. Paul, uh, pick a number between one and 10. Seven. Question number seven. Between 1964 and 1986, a couple of bored gamblers from the planet Ventura came to Earth and bothered heroes like Superman, Batman, and Flash. One of them was named Sorban, S-O-R-B-A-N. The other shared a first name with which legionnaire? No idea. I have a vague, remember this, but you know, I don't know that I ever realized that they were um, from Ventura. It was, uh, they, they were in one of the Superman Flash race issues. Like they were the ones uh, gambling on who was going to win. But they made uh, they made a handful of uh, of appearances up through 1986. I I don't recall the other one's name. I, I, in fact, I barely remembered. Um, if you hadn't said Sorban's name, I wouldn't have even known that one. So oh. I'm not sure. All right. Anybody else have a guess? Quizlet. Close. Ooh, nice. But the answer is Rock. R O K K. Uh, wow. The Rock and Sorbet. Did he have a, a bustier? He did not. They were dressed as Venturans. Fascinating. I didn't even know that there were Venturans. Uh, all right, Darren. Yeah. Uh, four. Question number four. It's popularly known in fandom as the Space Circus of Death, but was the circus ever called that in the comic? Or is it just a made-up fan name? I think they called it that on the cover. But I don't think they ever referred to themselves as the Space Circus of Death. That is close enough. Uh, it was actually the title of part two of the story in issue 261. Okay. Uh, Travis? I believe I already said 12. Uh, 12. <laughs> um, I will give you question number five instead. Mm. <laughs> in, in what issue was Isoc got produced and what planet is he from? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's drawn by Giffen, but that's all I can tell you. <laughs> That is correct. I'll give you a hint. It's a funny issue. Sure. Is it the Substitute Heroes Annual? It's not uh, the annual. It's not no, annual. Wait, uh, special. Special, right. Nope. 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 No, it's the other funny issue. Yes. So... Wait, so is it the uh, DC Comics Presents issue? Yeah. Ta-da, yep. It's a DC Comics Presents number 59. And does anybody remember what planet he's from? I don't remember that part of it. I, no. yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember the case. Bane, but only because I was watching some Muppets earlier. Uh, he is from the planet Drac 4. Mm. Ah. Sure. <laughs> all I remember is, <laughs> Why is, not? All I remember is the cake, which I'm assuming was Red Velvet. Oh, 
Uh, <laughs> well, oh, but it was, you know, many thousands of years old. Jim, do you yeah. think Ma Kent does anything that culinarily, you know, explosive like red velvet cake? She's in the Midwest. <laughs> in Kansas. Fun Betty is as far as it goes. In kids. Kansas where they beat the Bills. Damn it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did you ask if I have a guess? Uh, no, I, I was going to ask if you had a number. Oh, um, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, how many numbers are there to pick from? <laughs> Uh, one, two, three, six, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, three. All right. Question number three. The Legion originally had a rule that you had to be 18 or under when you joined the group, but that eventually quietly went away. Prior to the five-year gap, two people joined the Legion for the first time when they were older than 18, and I'm not counting people who left and rejoined, like Projectra, who came back at one one is Jacques. Uh, Jacques was eighteen. Oh, was he? Yeah, man, he prematurely grand. Yeah, well, no, that was that was the fear. That was from Dark Side. Yeah. All right. Damn. So, which two legionnaires were older than eighteen when they joined? I have a guess. If you don't come up with something, Jim. No, that was my guess. Okay, so Polar Boy. Because I actually talk about it in the issue about them waiving the rule. Polar Boy was 24 when he joined. And I'm going to go with Monel since he lived a thousand years before he joined. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they. No prize. He, he was. Uh... What? What was that? Darren, you're right. Thank you. No, that was. He, uh... so when, you're, when you're in the <laughs> Phantom Zone, you're in stasis. Right, because they said he hadn't aged while he was in the Phantom Zone. He still so he experienced would, those years, or else he, he wouldn't be only, a psycho. I mean, that, I mean, all immortals that don't age are not, you know, however many thousands of years old. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, but there were no immortals that joined the Legion. Hmm. Uh, Harmonia. Yeah, probably. Prior to the five-year gap. But, um, how old was Block? Was he, like, hundreds of years old, or was he, like, four? We have no well, idea mean, how old Block I mean, actually is. never gave his name. I was going to say, Quinslet and, and Block could possibly be adults. Su Superman and Monel could technically be immortal. We don't really know. We haven't seen. I mean, <laughs> Superman's been shown many, many years in the future in different stories. <laughs> Your question's falling apart, Michael. Wait, there is still Damian Wayne... Who has always yeah, been a yeah, legionnaire. Yeah, Damian Wayne. <laughs> I mean, he's got access to the Lazarus Pits because he's totally, from Al Ghul. Totally. So, and we've seen Ra's al Ghul in the Legion's time. I mean, Superman didn't join the Legion before the five years later gap as an adult. He joined as Superboy. You would think that. He didn't. He joined. He, yeah. But he technically, joined. when he traveled to the future, wouldn't that make him thousand years old? No. Because <laughs> future is a place. Not a time, right? <laughs> um, I don't have. An, I, I honestly can't think of another one. Yeah, uh, the White Witch was twenty-five when she joined. Oh. What? Oh, right, because it's just a hag. Yeah. Well, it, but but it, but it's because um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Because she didn't join until the great until Great Darkness, but had right. Been so she'd been around for a while. So, yeah. but she wasn't a legionnaire. Exactly. I thought she was the younger sister of, of Nura, though, isn't she? Uh, she is. 
Um, let's see how. You better not be saying Nora's thirty because she will cut you for that. <laughs> Nora was born in twenty nine fifty seven. Oh, Lisa was born in twenty nine fifty nine. So Nora had already been with the Legion for a number of years at that point. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's neat. Now, uh, it, uh, that's interesting because there was some discussion on the uh, on the Facebook page ab about this. Um, that's why I added it as a... It's a great a question. It's a, it's a fantastic yeah. question. And... and, and um, and 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 that kind of brought up like the oh yeah well they they definitely mentioned that the rule was in place um, in that Legion annual when uh, when Brainy offers Jacques membership, um, you know because he covers kind of the the specifics of uh, of here's here's why you qualify, and as Darren mentioned in the uh, Polar Boy issue when he joins. Um, they make specific reference to waiving it. So it was still in place then as well. And um, it's just interesting to sort of see when these, uh, these rules kind of come in and when they go out. It's all whatever the writer wants. Of course it is. It, it always is, but it's just interesting to, uh, it's interesting, you know, because that was at a point in time when if they introduced that as a, as a rule change, often it stuck until someone needed to do something different. But, um, but generally speaking, uh, the rule stuck for uh, a given length of time. Neat. All right. And uh, since I get to choose the last question, <laughs> um, uh, let's go with, let's go with an easy one. Question number six. Okay. In adventure comics, three twenty. The letters page changes name from Smallville Mail Sack to what? Legion Outpost. Very good. Told you it was an easy one. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Well, that is awesome. And what I love is that we we uh, didn't get entirely stumped. And, Yay! Um, and you know because there have been times. Oh. In the past, for example, <laughs> there you are. There where, you are. Where we have uh, been Missed stumped. You so much there, second but, boy. But this is not one of those times. But you know, those <laughs> other times, which occurred way back in history, um, have have uh, have you know, they have been there. But that's okay because um, you know we are thinking of you know this week in Legion of Substitute Podcasters history. Hey. Michael, do you have any information on, say, what might have happened this week in Legion history? Um, as a matter of fact, yes. Excellent. You know, one day he's going to mess me up with that, and he's going to be like, not nothing. a damn thing. Nothing <laughs> happened at all. All right. So 50 years ago, 1972, Superboy number 183, four Legionnaires in space are possessed by two entities who use their new bodies to make war on each other. And we covered that in episode 224. 35 which, yeah. years ago. Which, which was like, you know, what, 69 episodes before the one I thought this one was. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 35 years ago, 1987, Tales of the Legion number 346, which was a reprint of Legion volume 3 number 21, 
while a squad of legionnaires tries to recapture an arc of escaped, uh, escaped, escaped Tacron Galtos convicts, Brainiac 5 tries to learn clues to Censor Girl's true identity. And that's episode 356. 25 years ago, 1997, Legion of Superheroes, volume 4, number 90. Saturn Girl's Thought Blast last issue has awoken and freed Dr. Psycho. Uh, remember, they're in the uh, 20th century at this point. Who That's is the one where she's day. all sandy on the cover, right? Huh? Wasn't that the one where she was all sandy on the cover? Um, like looking like disintegrating sand or something? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like sandy from Greece. No, no, no. She was just disintegrating you're thinking, into dust. No, you're thinking of uh, 258. Oh, okay. Um, when uh, it was Psycho Man or Psycho... Psycho Warrior. Psycho Warrior. Yeah. Um, and he has Lightning Lad thinking that she's disintegrating. Just yeah. before Superboy left. Uh, the cover of this one has uh, Dr. Psycho reaching out and putting her ha his hand on Saturn Girl's head and she's all bug-eyed and uh, it it's not looking good for her. But so yeah, this is like Wonder Woman's Doctor Psycho. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, where were we? Uh, so uh, we will get that in like summer or fall of 2024-ish. 15 years ago, 2007, Supergirl and the Legion number 26, the Dominator's plan to destroy Earth reaches fruition as the robot rebellion sweeps the planet. And with key legionaries having defected to the adult legion, Cosmic Boy knows this is a war the team cannot win. And uh, Paul's girls will be doing this in spring of 2029. <laughs> yeah, they will. Uh, 10 years ago, 2012, Legion Secret Origin number four. As more worlds fall to the mysterious alien armada, the Legion continues its struggle to defend the United Planets. Will new members Ultra Boy and Star Boy be enough to turn the tide? And you can go back to episode 187 and find out the answer to that question. Five years ago, 2017, uh, Supergirl episode season two, uh, number nine, it's called Supergirl Lives. While searching for a missing woman, Supergirl and Monel end up on another planet where Roulette leads a slave tra trafficking ring. Mm. Uh, Monel uses the name Mike Matthews, and this is very loosely based on director Kevin Smith's pitch for a Superman movie, which he called Superman Lives, which he wrote in the late 90s. Uh, finally, in uh, same day in 2017, Justice League versus Suicide Squad number six, uh, the ultimate showdown between the Suicide Squad, the Justice League, and the forces of Redacted. Uh, un <laughs> unlikely heroes emerged from the rubble of DC's first major event since DC Universe Rebirth, leaving both teams in a place they've never been before and setting the stage for the all-new Justice League of America. And I looked up Emerald Empress on one of the wiki sites, and uh, it actually gives her history in this time. It says she has joined with Johnny Sorrow, the original huh. Dr. Polaris, Lobo and Rustam, who I think was from the Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, he was part of the um, the 
Not the Jihad, was it? Yeah, the Jihad. Yeah. In Suicide Squad, yep. Right. Uh, To form the Nightmare Army, which is led by Maxwell Lord. The team was created to confront the Suicide Squad and the Justice League with the Emerald Empress retaining her knowledge of the future. But I think this was her last appearance in the... Oh, no, she had one more appearance, and then they just kind of forgot about her. And that is this week in Legion history. Wow. Cool. Well, that is awesome. And, um, yeah, so I'm trying to, you know, I, I, I always, uh, whenever I go to the dollar store, um, I always, uh, check their book section because over the last while they've always had a lot of, uh, you know, like, uh, DC hardcovers and, and, uh, trade paperbacks so like i got the uh you know the hardcover of justice league of america uh the jeff johns david finch brett booth one you know for four dollars and uh and um and so i've you know got them they all cut you know and, I, and i've picked up like a few things of morrison's action run and uh and and assorted things seldom do i get ones in a row but you know i did manage to get volumes one and two of uh of phil's um uh, Superwoman, and uh, which uh, you know again, some awesome art in there, and mm-hmm. uh, and so I've been picking these up, and so I'm I'm always looking to you know when we mention some of these uh, these storylines, it's like I wonder if I have some of that, <laughs> and um, and I you know like I have the Justice League uh, Road to Rebirth, um, and I do see uh, uh, Lobo there, but. Uh, but I'm not sure if how much further that goes. So, well, that'll be interesting. All right. So, folks, very cool. Uh, there, there is another one. Another we, another one down. One more step closer to the end of an era. Um, <laughs> and uh, so you can uh, leave your comments, and you can tell us what you think about these new Legion names at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're all going to change our names. I... Uh, I'm going to try and find some extreme spelling of Paul for my own, and you guys can work out yours. Uh, but we will see you all next week. My new name is Starpole. <laughs> <laughs>